today we're going to be talking about the uninvolved caretaker. This is the caretaker authority figure who is present but checked out. And so we're going to be talking about themes of neglect and feeling unseen, unheard, and uncared for. So as always, please check your capacity before coming in and listening at any time. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you can pop out and pop back in when you're feeling better. See you inside, Rev. Today's podcast is all about the uninvolved authority figure. So all this week we're talking about authority figures and using that language because there's many ways for us to come up in the world, right? You could have been raised by family, family friends, foster care system, grandparents, parents, siblings, a mix mosh of it. So I'm going to use the term caretaker or authority figure, but you apply it how it relates to you. Some of you have a very stable, um, you know, set of authority figures. And when you look back, you're like, nope, I had two and maybe they weren't the best, but I always had those same two. And some of you are going to have a, a bigger bag of people that helped you or didn't help you come up in this world. So today we're talking about the uninvolved authority figure. Now I'm going to be specifically talking about the absentee authority figure later on in the week. This is for those caregivers who were present, but completely checked out. And we're going to talk about the plethora of reasons why they were checked out. But for you specifically, if you grew up and anything from the basics of like, oh my gosh, I need to get dressed and there's no clean laundry. Like, or how do I get my breakfast this morning? Or gosh, I know I'm supposed to go to school, but this authority figure, this caretaker is still sleeping. I'm not sure what to do to trying to fend for yourself for meals, never having anyone show up for you at school, um, you know, not getting that congratulations on an A plus test, or if you got star student and you were, you know, you're sitting there at the assembly and everybody's parents are clapping for everybody else. And then when it's your name, their silence because your caretaker was uninvolved and wasn't there. This can lead us into so many detrimental places in our life. Now, there's a multitude of reasons why those authority figures were uninvolved and, and they're going to echo, you know, reasons throughout this week, right? Addiction, mental health, um, you know, criminal activity, incarceration, working, that is a real one, right? Um, you know, some people were raised by single moms and maybe those mamas were out there working two jobs, three jobs to pay the bills and, and they had limited involvement and when they were home, they were checked out. 
So for whatever reason resonates with you, right? These podcasts aren't, hey, let's sit down and figure out what was wrong with your authority figure and judge them. This is, hey, these are traits that I might have taken away from my childhood because my authority figure fell into these categories. So let me check myself and what I'm carrying because I'm no longer a child and I get to choose what I own, right? I get to choose to have that awareness, right? This is what it's all about. It's about the awareness, not the judgment. But if you had an uninvolved right, or a checked out authority figure, this can lead you to feeling epically unimportant. That nothing that you do is worth being seen. This can lead to your own mental health issues and self-harming, right? Whether that happened when you were a youth or where, whether you carry those now into adulthood, right? Struggling with that self-worth, struggling with perhaps self-harm, struggling with thoughts of, well, maybe the world would just be better if I wasn't here. You know, no matter what I do, it's not seen, And again, we're always talking about polarity in these podcasts. So you might go from one extreme, right? Which is, it doesn't matter how much effort I put into anything. It doesn't matter what I show up to. It doesn't matter how involved I am because nobody cares anyways. Nobody cared when I was a kid. Nobody cares now. I'm going to clock in, clock out. I'm doing the bare minimum in life. I have you know, no fire in my belly to try. I have no fire in my belly to create anything audacious in my life because why? Why? Right? We can own that. And that's okay. We can own that authority figures, how we perceive them. Like whatever. It's just life. Just do what I have to do and get out, right? Or we fall into the other extreme. Now, why the extremes? Before I go into the other extreme, there's not a whole lot of middle ground with trauma, right? That's why we're here. There's not a lot of like middle ground when it comes to working yourself into the awareness and then gathering the tools So you can work yourself out of the patterns when it comes to trauma. We tend to live on the extremes and have the extremes because those are the survival places. It's what you used as a child to survive. Either the checking out and the doing the bare minimum so that, you know, that was what protected you and kept you safe and kept you alive and and kept everyone in your circle happy, or you're going to go to the other extreme, right? Which is, well, then this is a me issue and I need to do more. And that's where you might've been as a child, right? Like you would not have had the cognitive awareness as a young child 
of like, oh, I see they're checked out. They're dealing with their own mental health issues. This has nothing to do with me. You know, instead you take it on, right? I am not good enough. I'm not worthy of this. I'm not worth, you know, my parents stopping their addiction. I'm not worth loving. I'm not worth coming to school for. And so you learn to hate yourself. You learn to belittle yourself. You don't look at them and go like, oh, they need to get their ish together. You start internalizing that. And it takes some years to come out of that, right? It typically takes our own self-awareness of what we're carrying and how we've let people walk over our boundaries as adults, right? Children are a different story. You don't have power when you're a child. You only have power when you become an adult and you're free. But some of us can take those extremes, right? So let's talk about the other extreme which is the doing everything. If you had someone that was uninvolved, you might be that, if you have children, right? You might be that, we're gonna air quotes this, helicopter parent. You're gonna hover, you're gonna make sure you're totally involved, right? Your PTA mom, your soccer mom, your classroom mom, you are doing all the things, or dad whoever is listening. You might be in that space where you are choosing at the detriment of yourself, at the detriment of your mental health, that above all circumstances, you will not be like them. So now you are involved to your detriment, right? And why do I say to your detriment? Because when you are doing 100% of things to not be like them, You're forgetting your own mental health. You're forgetting your own self-care. You're likely forgetting your friendships. If you're in a relationship, you're likely putting that on the back burner too. Because the one thing that's going to be most important to you on that extreme is that I'm just not going to be like them. So I'm going to show up to everything. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to hand make the costume. I'm going to be the Pinterest mom. I'm going to make the three-tier cake. Like I am going to be involved. And then let's talk about what it can do for our interpersonal relationships. When we are raised in manners where people are uninvolved, and we're also going to talk about this during the absentee um, parent caregiver authority figure podcast as well, is that we get so used to this low bar of attention. And so the first person that comes into our circle, right, romantically, that shows us the slightest bit of affection over what you're used to, right? So if you're used to just a checkout, if you're used to addiction, if you're used to abuse, right? If this was the norm for you growing up, then anybody who came into your circle and showed you affection, but like maybe didn't hit you, maybe didn't verbally abuse you, but also just showed you attention. Now, maybe they weren't Mr. Nice Guy or Nice Gal, 
maybe they still had really bad qualities and the likelihood is that they did. And we're, we're going to talk about that later in this month, how, you know, our mental health and our perception of ourselves attracts our relationships. But anybody who was slightly over what they were, you're enamored, you're in, that's love, that's affection, you're, you're in it. Because it seems so grand compared to these people that are checked out. And typically what we learn later down the line is that they themselves have issues. Because when you are unhealthy, right? And it doesn't always have to be the fault of yourself. If you were raised in an unhealthy situation, then you likely picked unhealthy relationships. If you grew up in an unhealthy home. And so... As you start to learn these things, you're like, oh my gosh, how do I keep getting in that same repeating pattern, right? How do I keep picking people like this? How do I keep picking jobs like this? How do I keep picking friends like this? And it's because anything above bare minimum seemed wildly outrageous and affectionate. So if that sounds like you, if it, if you are looking and thinking, going, you know what, I did have an uninvolved caregiver authority figure, um, and I have carried those traits of latching on to anybody who shows the like least amount of attention to me. I maybe do too much, or maybe I'm detached from the world, right? I guard up. I I don't want to put effort into this world. I don't, I don't know how. That is fair. I think that there's a lot of credit not given to discussing the fact that if you were not taught to... Be a member of society. If you were not taught compassion, if you weren't taught drive, if you weren't taught motivation, if you weren't taught empathy, if you weren't taught all these things, how to find good friends, how to fight with friends, make up with friends, right? Um, That'll always translate into how you fight with lovers and make up with lovers. Or you draw that line and go, "Mm, homie, you real bad for me. I'm outie. But there's not enough credit given to the fact that there are many people that were not taught this. And yet as an adult, you will look at yourself and feel broken. You will look at yourself and feel like you're doing something wrong. You will judge yourself instead of having a kindness and awareness of like, oh, wait a second. You know what? I wasn't taught how to be a parent. I wasn't taught how to be a friend. I wasn't taught how to handle conflict. I wasn't taught how to stick up for myself. I wasn't taught how to ask for a raise at work. All of these things. And so you just go, well, I don't know how to do anything. And you know what? What's the point? I'm just going to, you know, do the bare minimum, do what I can. 
have this mundane life because it's not worth the effort. Or maybe you're not in a social circle that lifts you up. That's a very real thing too, which is going to come into play when we talk about relationships later on in the month. But you did not break yourself, right? You are not a broken individual. You need to have kindness and awareness for yourself. There's going to be tools and awareness that you have to gather. And, you know, Rev members always hear me say awareness, 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 awareness. (laughs) I feel like that's my, um, that's my beat the dead horse. It's not judgment. It's not go fix yourself. It's this beauty of awareness of like, Ooh, I heard some things about myself in there. Okay. I want to know more about that. I want to know how I can get out of that. You know what? I do exhaust myself to my own detriment. And I'm afraid that if I just stop, my kids will hate me. Or that my partner will leave me. Or this is the expectation that everyone has for me. Or on the opposite, I'm afraid that after living kind of the mundane day-to-day... If I just get up with a fervor for life and I'm like, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change the world. The people will look at me and be like, sit back down and take your place. You've never been motivated a day in your life. You've never done anything great a day in your life. And so we stay. Right? That's the awareness. That's the radical acceptance of where we are, what we've brought here what we like, what we don't like. And there are ways to change it. And you know what? When we change, other people are going to have scratchy reactions. When you start setting boundaries, the people who have taken advantage of you not having them, they're going to be the loudest. When you start putting your own mental health first, the people who have benefited from you doing too much are going to be the loudest. When you start calling people out on their toxic, bad, abusive behavior, the people who have been those trespassers, oh man, they're going to be the loudest. They are going to be those ones that go, what about you? What about this? What about all the things? But at the end of the day, if you had an authority figure in your life that just was checked out, it's very, very easy to carry that wounded child with you throughout life. And everything from the being walled up and guarded to the trying to do, not even trying, doing, doing way too much just to garner someone being able to say, yeah, you're doing a really good job. You're a really good person because that is what you desired from your caretakers. You desired somebody saying you're worth it. You desired somebody saying, we love you. We see you. You're important. You desired all of that space 
where somebody should have said, congratulations, you worked so hard on that test. Wow, you deserved that parent to stand up in that room and clap for you when you got that award. But you didn't get it. And that can be a wound that you carry, right? Into your your adulthood. Maybe it's graduating high school, graduating college, getting married, having a baby, getting a really good divorce, right? That's a good congratulations. Getting out of a toxic relationship, getting a promotion at a job, getting hired at your dream job, and you're still waiting. You're still waiting for them to notice. You're still waiting for their approval. And you deserved it. You deserve it to this day. And maybe your caretakers are still around. Maybe they're not still around. But I would encourage you to find people, seek the people, acknowledge the people. Because that's a real thing. We can overlook real ass people in our corner who are cheering us on, who want us to do well because we have the horse blinders on and we are hyper-focused on getting one person's attention. Some people are just not able. They just don't have the capacity to love you the way that you need to be loved. To cheer you on the way that you need to be cheered on. To be proud of you the way that someone should be proud of you for. But there are people out there who want to be in your corner, who want to be your friends, who want to be your support team. Who likely already are those things. But maybe your guard's up a little heavy. Maybe those walls are a little bit high. Or maybe those horse blinders are on. Let people love you. You know, another thing that can can come out of having an uninvolved parent where you aren't showered when you deserve to be with congratulations and with praise is that it becomes very, very difficult to accept it. You shy away from it. You don't think you deserve it. You don't think that you own it. Um, pardon me, you don't think that you um, did anything, you know, to earn that. And so compliments are extremely hard for you. Praise is extremely hard for you. So if this sounds like you, gather your questions, right? Every single week we're having that end of the week Q&A, a little weekly wrap up. You deserve to be seen. You deserve to be heard. You deserve to be congratulated. You deserve to be praised. You deserve a circle where you can be vulnerable and nobody uses it against you. Where you feel loved and so you're able to love. Not work for praise, right? but actually receive love. 
actually give love. Give your heart, not your work. So I will be in here again in the podcast tomorrow. As always, you might be catching these day to day. You might be catching these on the replay. Um, At the end of every week, we do have a weekly catch up where you can bring your questions, right? It would be, it would be way too much time for me to sit in each podcast and go, I'm going to try to concoct answers to, you know, (laughs) some sort of questions you may have, but bring them. You can always inbox me before if you don't feel comfortable saying it on live and I can go ahead and answer those. You can come back or you can watch it live on the replay. I'll hold your confidence and I'll answer them. So tomorrow we are going to be talking about the preoccupied parent. That parent that had everything to do but pay attention to you and what that causes. So... I will be in here tomorrow, Rev. Have a wonderful day. And as always, um, I'll see you inside the Rev.